0: confidence because Bless me now, my Savior, I come to. I know not everybody has an urgent need, but some of you do. Would you lift your hands? I need the all. Old... You're in that hospital room right now, and you need a miracle. Every hour, I need thee. Well, there's one coming for you tonight. Oh bless, thank you. Me now, my Savior. I come to. I feel like I'd like to relinquish this service over to the Holy Ghost. I just like God to take it over, and I may speak for a few minutes. But tonight, I'm going to ask God for a mighty miracle. Because some of us are needing a great miracle right now. And when we need such a miracle as we need, it might be kind of silly just to talk about other things. So tonight, I intend to talk to you about divine intervention. thank you very much for giving your kind attention for being with us tonight online and in the building and i want god to take control of this service i'm i'm asking god to do that and so i'm going to the book of second kings chapter 20 and we're going on with another story in the life of hezekiah we preached sunday morning about hezekiah in morning and evening service and now tonight we finally finish, and we're going to another case in the life of Hezekiah, <clears throat> and I'm going to call it Divine Intervention. Anybody here tonight need a divine intervention in something that's going on in your life? All right, then. I feel like uh, from the songs that were sung and, and the presence of God that I felt that God is ready to move. Now... <clears throat> The last thing that you should do now is, now that you've made the effort to get here, is allow yourself to be distracted. Don't go off and chase down a Bible study right now. You can do that in, on your own time. Do the study we're doing, okay? Are you right? Are you ready with me? All right, so here we go. 2 Kings chapter 20 and verse 1. Are you ready for the word of the Lord? In those days was Hezekiah sick unto death, and the prophet Isaiah the son of Amos came to him and said unto him, Thus saith the Lord, Set thine house in order, for thou shalt die and not live. Then he turned his face to the wall and prayed unto the Lord, saying, I beseech thee, O Lord, remember now how I have walked before thee in truth and with a perfect heart, and have done that which is good in thy sight. And Hezekiah wept sore. And it came to pass, before Isaiah was gone out into the middle court, that the word of the Lord came to him, saying, Turn again, and tell Hezekiah, the captain of my people, Thus saith the Lord, the God of David thy father. I have heard thy prayer, I have seen thy tears, behold, I will heal thee. On the third day thou shalt go up into the house of the Lord, and I will add unto thy days fifteen years, And I will deliver thee in this city out of the hand of the king of Assyria, and I will defend this city for my own sake, and for my servant David's sake. And Isaiah said, take a lump of figs, and they took and laid it on the boil, and he recovered. Lord Jesus, I give you praise and glory and honor. Truly, Lord, this is the day the Lord has made, and I will rejoice and be glad in it. I thank you for your hand of mercy. I thank you for divine intervention tonight. Lord, we come tonight with some very, very serious needs, and we know that you're the healer and the Savior. So we come in Jesus' name. I want those who are with us online and those who are here in the building... to band together with me in one mind and one accord for a divine intervention, okay? With that in mind, you may be seated. I'll only be a few moments. This past Sunday morning and night, I preached from the life of Hezekiah. Now on this Wednesday night, I come back one final time to bring something from the life experiences of Hezekiah, and I believe it to be the will of God. Before we ever get to the biblical text that we're reading from tonight, you know that Hezekiah had already gone through several crises. There have been a lot of things going on. Sometimes that's the way it is in life. The enemy comes in like a flood. And you don't have to worry about obsessing on one problem. You've got too many to obsess on one, so in that regard, it's good. And Hezekiah was in such a situation. You see, the king of Assyria, Sennacherib, had come up against all the fenced cities of Judah and the Bible said, and took them. It wasn't just a little fight here and there. He had taken several cities away from Judah and had overcome them. A lot of people had died. Then Sennacherib demanded... He came to Jerusalem and he demanded $1.5 million. Now, that's a lot of money today. But just think about how much money that was back then. That would be in the billions, perhaps trillions. And so he demands $1.5 million from Hezekiah. And to gather this amount, Hezekiah was human like all of us. And he didn't know what to do, so... The Bible says that he used all the silver stored in the temple and in the palace treasury. He took it. He even stripped off the gold from off the temple doors and from the doorpost that he had overlaid with gold, and he gave it all to the Assyrian king. I mean, we're talking serious business here. He emptied out everything he had, even cutting the gold off the walls But no matter how much he did, no matter what he did, no matter how much he gave, it was never enough. The Assyrian king was like, well, he was a bully. No matter what you gave him, he demanded more. In spite of Hezekiah giving him everything, including the kitchen sink, The king of Assyria sent his field marshal, his chief treasurer, and his chief of staff with a great army. And that's when they stood outside the walls of Jerusalem. And that's when Hezekiah said, I've done all I know to do. I'm going to the house of the Lord. I've done everything I know to do to stay out of trouble. I've tried to do everything I could. I don't know what else to do. I'm up against the wall. And he said, I'm going to the house of the Lord. And that's when King Hezekiah went to the house of the Lord and he began to pray. And he sent to the man of God, Isaiah. And he began to tell Isaiah what was going on. He said, I I don't know what to do. I'm, I'm up against it. And that's when King Hezekiah also took the blasphemous letter that came from the Assyrian king, and he spread it out before the Lord in the house of the Lord. And the Bible says this in 2 Kings 19:14. And Hezekiah received the letter of the hand of the messengers and read it. And Hezekiah went up into the house of the Lord and spread it before the Lord. And Hezekiah prayed before the Lord before the Lord, and said, "O Lord, God of Israel, which dwellest between the cherubims, thou art the God, even thou alone, of all the kingdoms of the earth thou hast made heaven and earth. Lord, bow down thine ear and hear, open, Lord, thine eyes and see. And hear the words of Sennacherib, which hath sent him to reproach the living God. Of a truth, Lord, the kings of Assyria have destroyed the nations and their lands and have cast their gods into the fire. For they were no gods, but the work of men's hands, wood and stone. Therefore they have destroyed them. Now therefore, O Lord, our God, I beseech thee, I beg thee, save thou us out of this, out of his hand, that all the kingdoms of the earth may know that thou art the Lord God, even thou only. The answer came immediately. Then Isaiah, the son, son of Amos, sent to Hezekiah, saying, Thus saith the Lord God of Israel, That which thou hast prayed to me against the Nacherib of, of Assyria, I have heard. And that's when, and this is just a little overlap from Sunday. That's when the Bible says it came to pass that night that the angel of the Lord went out and smote in the camp of the Assyrians a hundred fourscore and five thousand. And when they arose early in the morning, behold, they were all dead corpses. So Sennacherib, king of Assyria, departed and went and returned and dwelt at Nineveh. I love it. That very night, the angel of the Lord got involved. Killed 185,000 Assyrian troops, and dead bodies were seen all over the landscape that next morning. And King Sennacherib, who had been saying all kinds of horrible, terrible things about Hezekiah and about Hezekiah's God, returned to Nineveh. And there he died. I want to make this note right now. It's something that I said a few years ago and I still believe it's true and I believe it's going on right now with increasing intensity. That when the word of God says, likewise also as it was in the days of Lot, that it eat and drink they bought, they sold, they planted, they builded, But the same day that Lot went out of Sodom, it rained fire and brimstone from heaven and destroyed them all. Even thus shall it be in the day when the Son of Man is revealed. And I'll never forget a few years ago. I stood in this pulpit after having spent a good amount of time in prayer. And God had given me a revelation. I said, you know, I always thought, only bad stuff about, as it were, in the days of Lot. But I told this church, I said, in the days of Lot, God is speaking to me and telling me there was an increase in angelic participation. There was an increase in angelic activity that in in Lot's day the angels got more involved. And you remember, I stood in this pulpit and I said, We are now in the days of the coming of the Lord, and it's as it were in the days of Lot, and now you will see increased angelic activity. Does anybody remember me saying that? And I don't know if you remember that right after that I went on vacation. Please God, may it be so again, hallelujah. And my wife and I went to Florida for a week, and Sister Amy had dropped a book on me, and I hadn't even looked at it, but I dropped it in my computer bag. And it was a book called The Coal Miner Preacher. I'd never read it at that point. And one night, sitting there with absolutely nothing to do, praise God, hallelujah. I'm going to close the Bible and walk out right now, I, I resist that temptation, hallelujah. <laughs> so I'm sitting on the couch that night, and I pick up the book that Sister Amy had given me to, to read. And in the first part of that book, if you're familiar with that book, one of the first things you read is about this man of God who the book gives a, a biography of him. In the first part of that book, he says, in the last days, it will be as it were in the days of Lot. And you will see an increase of angelic activity. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I hadn't read that. I hadn't heard anybody else say that. It was just something that God spoke to me in prayer. And when I started reading those words, it was almost verbatim what I had said from this pulpit before I went on my vacation. And I literally felt the hair starting to stand up on the back of my head. And I said, oh God, you're telling me again, you're reminding me that we should be watchful because some have entertained angels unawares. And Sister Terry's husband, Larry, and I were sitting in the cheesecake factory. cheesecake factory. And we were sitting... Oh, praise God. Does anybody feel anointed when I say cheesecake factory? <laughs> I'm surprised somebody didn't get up and run the aisles just to burn some calories. All right. So we're sitting there in the waiting foyer there. And I just happened to look over and there's a guy, I don't know if Sister Terry will remember this or not, because her and my wife were talking separately and me and Larry was sitting there and talking. And I looked up and this guy is staring at me. He's holding a bag. He's standing along the wall and he's staring at me and he is not blinking. He's not taking his eye off of me. I've been taught that it's rude to stare. So I looked down. And I said, Larry, I think that might be an angel standing over there. He hasn't taken his eyes off of me. And Larry and I both agreed. This very well could be an angel. And can you believe you're bold, courageous, pastor, did not dare to get old, go over there and say, will uh, want to tell me your name? I don't know why, I just all of a sudden, didn't, I didn't feel like I wanted to go over and ask him anything. But from that time until now, I've always had a feeling it was right after I'd made the statement in the pulpit and then read it in the book and then I'm sitting there and I blew it. Oh, I wish I'd gone over and spoken with that man. But the point is this. God has angels that he employed in the days of Lot to help Lot and his wife and his children. And God is employing angels right now. And I'm not going to go into a bunch of angel stories, but I'm telling you, there's been times that I've been preaching and an angel has been seen standing behind me or beside me, or the angels filled the back of the auditorium and people could see them. And I'm here to tell you that God is not just doing that so that you can have the privilege of seeing an angel. And by the way, we worship one God. We never worship an angel. But we still appreciate the fact that he has given his angels charge over us to keep us in all our ways, lest we should dash our foot against a stone. How many know what the Bible says about that? And that God is even ready now to send angels to people like Cornelius who are living the best they know but they don't know enough. And God is ready to send angels to help them and to say, you go sin for and he's going to name your name and my name. They're going to tell you what you need to do to be saved. Isn't that what The angel told Cornelius, it's exactly what he told him. If you read chapter 10 and chapter 11 to get the whole story, the angel said, you send for Simon Peter, he's going to tell you words whereby you and your household shall be saved. Stop with me just for a moment. Close your eyes with me. I don't have time to play games tonight. Lift your hands with me. God, in the name of Jesus, dispatch your angels now. Send your angels to those who shall be heirs of salvation. Lord, give them instructions to tell those people the names of the people that can give them the word of truth and the word of life. Father, send them. Lord God, and cause them to feel an urging, a craving for truth. Lord, that you would lead and guide and direct people who are currently lost into the fold. Because, Father, we are absolutely running out of time. Thank you, Lord. My favorite angel stories, I don't want to get off on too many angel stories, but remember when Brother Rick Lindsay was coming home from an early morning men's prayer meeting, going home, and he was riding in his little red mini pickup truck. Anybody remember that little red mini pickup truck? He was riding, and and, uh, Terry was working, and one of her associates said, well, your husband looked awfully happy. This morning, he was driving down the road and he was banging on the dash and he was waving his hand. He said, and that big man that was riding beside him, he was banging on the dash and waving his hand. She said, what? What big man? She said, I don't know. It's a big man. And he was, every time your husband would bang on the dash, he'd bang on the dash. And every time your husband waved his hand, he would wave his hand. And that makes sense to me because... Brother Eli Hernandez told me that my unorthodox angel, that every time I raise my sword, he raises his sword. (laughs) So she called him up and she said, Rick, did you bring somebody home from prayer meeting this morning? No. Well, who did you have with you in the truck? Nobody. What were you doing? I was just praising God. Were you by yourself? I was by myself. And he didn't know it, but other people could see this big burly angel that could barely fit into the front seat of that little truck. And every time Rick was beating his hand on the dash, that angel was beating his hand on the dash. I just feel like it's time God for you to send forth your angels Lord we're asking in the name of Jesus not the angels of punishment not the angels of judgment but the angels oh God that you've sent to assist us in the gospel work now all this had happened And Hezekiah had gotten through each of these trials by divine help of God. And after all that, it seemed like all would be fantastic, wouldn't it? I mean, look, God killed 185,000 enemy troops. God sent the enemy king packing. God took care of his fears and his worries, and God established him, and God was doing all this stuff, and you'd think that, that everything would be great. And then one day... Hezekiah didn't feel so good. I don't know if it's just a little bit of stomach nausea, but he didn't feel so good. And the next day he felt worse. And all the doctors couldn't figure out what was wrong with him. His appetite went away, maybe his taste and smell went away. (laughs) And it just kept getting worse. And the Bible says it like this. In those days was Hezekiah sick unto death. And the prophet Isaiah, the son of Amos, came to him and said unto him, Thus saith the Lord, and always before him, yeah, 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 all right, thus saith the Lord. Well, boy, did he get a surprise. Thus saith the Lord, set thine house in order, thou shalt die and not live. Oops. He was stunned he had had these great victories he loved God he was serving the Lord and the Lord said you're going to die so get your household ready because if you need to set your house in order you're not going to live after all he had been through after all seeing God's mighty deliverances he was going to die It was a grim prognosis. The prospect of recovery was zero. It hit him like a ton of bricks. What do you do when you're faced with something like this? Well, I'll tell you what Hezekiah did. In 2 Kings 22, then he turned his face to the wall and prayed unto the Lord. When he got this grim prognosis, he said, well, I don't know what you guys are doing, but all my activities are canceled. He said, I'm not working today. I'm not playing today. I'm concentrating on the Lord today. I'm going to pray. I've got to touch God. And boy, did he ever get to praying. You know, you can really pray when you get into a situation that's not really good. I don't don't want God to have to build me a prayer room. And he began to pray, and here was what he began to say. I beseech thee, O Lord, remember how I have walked before thee in truth and with a perfect heart. And I've done that which is good in thy sight. And look what Hezekiah the king did. And Hezekiah wept sore. He pleaded with the Lord. He was a king, but he humbled himself before God. He didn't care who heard him. He didn't like what he had just heard, and he wanted it changed. He knew what was going to happen. But he wanted to plead with God, so he just humbled himself like a little child. And, and, oh, Lord, he pleaded, remember, how I've always tried to obey you and to please you in everything I do. And he just broke down and cried. The attendants were amazed. They'd never seen the king do this. All of his associates turned their head, looked away, because the king was crying. But I have to tell you something. The tears are a language that God understands. Sometimes we have to get desperate before God. Sometimes we have to figure out what 's important and what 's not important what, what should be first on my list and, and what should be last on my list and, and what am I doing and, and what 's going on today what What do I really want to accomplish? Do I really want just to go on doing what i 've been doing or should I maybe stop and rearrange my schedule and say, okay today i 'm not working i 'm not playing i 'm going to the house of God i 'm taking my bible i 'm going to walk up and down the house of god i 'm going to weep before the Lord I'm going to ask God for mercy and I don't mind telling you I'm going to beg God and this is one thing I know about God Hebrews 4 15 for we have not a high priest which cannot be touched with the feeling of our infirmities but was in all points tempted like as we are yet without sin. I don't think it was by accident that you folks were singing, I need thee, oh, I need thee, every hour I need thee. That was the last song you sang before I stepped to the pulpit, and I didn't tell anybody what I was preaching on tonight. You think maybe God is encouraging us tonight to say, hey, you need to cut everything out of your schedule right now. If you had to stay until the sun came up in the morning, wouldn't it be worth it to get your miracle? How badly do you want God to do your miracle? How desperate are you for God to do this miracle? He says, okay, let us therefore come boldly under the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. This high priest of ours, he understands our weaknesses. He had the same temptations we do. He had the same human body that we have. Though he never once gave in to sin, so let us come boldly to the very throne of God and stay there to receive his mercy and to find grace to help us in our times of need. Let's have confidence. Let's approach God in the next few moments where there is still abundant grace. There we will find mercy. We'll receive mercy and find grace to help us just when we need it the most. It's called the throne of grace. Grace gives us good things that we don't deserve. Grace is God's unmerited, undeserved, unearned favor. Some people have a hard time believing that God will do a miracle for them because they feel like they they have to earn it. They have to have been a real good boy, a real good girl for the last couple of months, and then maybe God would consider their request. But that's not what grace is. Grace is God's unearned favor. It's called the throne of grace. We get favor that Jesus Christ as a man bought for us. And at the throne of grace, the Bible says we receive mercy. Mercy is when God withholds the punishment that we deserve. When we want mercy, mercy is God saying, okay, you need to have this, but I'm not going to give it to you. That's mercy. Mercy is when God withholds punishment that we so richly deserve. So we go boldly to the throne of grace and we obtain mercy, relief from punishment we deserve. And the Bible says, and we find grace. Grace is receiving what we do not deserve. Mercy is not getting what we deserve. Grace is getting what we do not deserve. Healing, blessing, salvation, Strength, stuff we don't deserve, we find grace. I feel the Holy Ghost in this place tonight because tonight we need a divine intervention. We need God to come through for us and, and do something. Extra special tonight. A couple guys come up here and help me. I was going to do it, but I'm not going to. You do it. Put about six chairs, two or three feet apart. Oh, make it six feet apart. Thank you. All right. All uh, right. Down here. just spread them across the front online you may not see that that's okay but we are going to have miracles tonight we need them we've got to have them now we've got to make this a high priority so I'm going to tell you if you're in a big hurry God bless you, I love you, you're dismissed you can go The people who need a miracle, I want you to stay. Because I'm going to take time to beseech the Lord. There's going to be some tears cried here tonight. There's going to be some some earnest prayer offered unto God. And for those of you who are watching from your hospital room, we're going to pray for you tonight that God will give you a miracle. Sister Tanya... Brother Jason, I know you're watching in the hospital rooms. I'm believing God for your miracle tonight. And those who may be sick somewhere, anywhere in this world, if you're watching and you're with us tonight, stay with us because God's going to do a miracle. And those who are here that need a miracle, I'm ready to believe God. For great and mighty things. I'll never forget the night I was preaching in Highland, Illinois. Some of the Bradshaws might be watching tonight. Sister Audrey Feigl was the pastor. My dad sat back at the back and he sat there with his arms folded. And I preached my best message, Brother Keith. I gave it my best altar call. You can only imagine what it's like when you're preaching to somebody that you love dearly and you want them to say yes to God. I gave it everything I had. And my dad wasn't being disrespectful. It was just obvious he didn't feel anything. He was sitting there with his arms folded and he wasn't budging. And I got a chair like we're doing tonight. And I literally slammed it down in front of the pulpit. And this was my altar call. Dad, you're the only one here tonight that doesn't have the Holy Ghost. Would you come? Now that's quite a direct altar call, wouldn't you say? I saw my dad go like that. And he got up and he walked down that row I remember I was sitting on the back row he got to the aisle and he turned this way I was, thank God because he could have gone the other way and when his knees hit the floor God marvelously filled him with the Holy Ghost I'm telling you that for more than one reason My dad felt nothing when he was sitting in that chair. He only came because I said, Dad, you're the only one here that doesn't have the Holy Ghost. He didn't feel one bit of Holy Ghost touching him. But he was obedient. And he walked down the row and he came down the aisle. And when his knees hit the floor, God filled him with the Holy Ghost. And I'm going to tell you another story. Preaching in Montreal, a little Frenchman. First time I think he came to church was that night and I was wild and woolly that night. And I suddenly, I don't, still don't know why I did it, except the Holy Ghost must have instructed me. I said, sir, get out of the aisle and dance to this altar. And God is going to fill you with the Holy Ghost. Well, imagine saying that to some very nice man who has never met me, may not even like me. And I remember him coming out of that row and he was a little short Frenchman. I love little short Frenchman. And he went like this. And he never closed his eyes. Of course, you shouldn't when you're coming down the aisle anyway, but he had his eyes open. And he danced all the way down to the front. Nothing happened. So there were a couple steps like we have here on this platform. He got on the first step. And he danced. Looked at me. I nodded. He came to the next step. He danced. He looked at me. I nodded. He came to the top step. And folks, when he came to the top step and he took one little dance, the Holy Ghost, whoo! The Holy Ghost hit him and he began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit of God gave him the utterance. But when he first started to come to the altar, he didn't feel anything. He was just doing what he had been told to do. But when he was obedient As he was on his way, the presence of God began to work. And when he got to the top of the platform, he was healed. I can stand here tonight and I can fill the rest of this night with stories of miracles that I have seen. But what good would it be to talk to you about miracles in the past? What we need is a miracle right now in the present The first thing I'm going to do, I'm going to ask a man and a woman to come and represent Jason and Tanya Thibodeau who are watching online. And when I pray for them, God is going to touch you. I believe. Therefore, have I spoken. So, somebody sit there in one of those chairs for Jason, and the other woman sit in the other chair for Tanya. We'll let Brother Keith be in the mail, represent Jason. We'll let Sister Suzette represent Tanya. Now, when I pray for you, you're going to feel the presence of God in a mighty way. But, Jason, you're also going to feel the presence of God. Tanya, you're going to feel the presence of God. Are you ready to believe God with me? Father, In the mighty name of Jesus, Jesus Christ of Nazareth, Jason, be healed right now. Jason Thibodeau, I send the angel of the Lord into your hospital room right now. Be healed in Jesus' name. There it is. Give God the praise. Tanya, I anoint you with oil in the name of Jesus Christ. For the healing of your lungs right now. Lungs be healed. Pneumonia be gone. In the name of Jesus, breath of life come into Sister Tanya's lungs right now. Let there be a warmth. Let her feel the warmth of the Holy Ghost filling her chest. In Jesus' name be healed. Thank you, Lord. Oh, praise God. Oh, praise God. I take it that since you stayed, that you want a miracle. I have one, two, three, four, five empty chairs. I'm gonna pray for you. And if you need a divine intervention, remember what the Bible said about the lame man at the pool. Whoever got in the water first was healed of whatsoever infirmity he had. We'll keep doing this, so don't worry. But I don't want you to hold back. Tonight, I come to you as a man of God after having spent some time in fasting and prayer. And I believe Satan is a liar and God is true. And I'm asking those of you who are sitting out in the congregation or standing that every time I pray for these people, I want you to pray with me. I want no observers. I want participators. Are you ready? Here we go. Miracle night at First United Pentecostal Church of Augusta. Brother Mike Anderson. Brother Mike Archer. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Be healed right now. Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus, complete and total healing. I speak faith in the name of Jesus into this man. I speak faith. Father, he needs a divine intervention. And we thank you for it right now. Divine intervention right now in Jesus' name. Father, with your stripes, we are healed. Lord Jesus, I believe you. Now let that virtue of the Lord flow down this man's body. God into his abdomen, Lord into every area where he needs healing right now it's done in Jesus name I see a crimson stream of blood I see a crimson stream of blood brother Mike give God a, a holy ghost praise glory in Jesus name be healed God you're the healer you're the Savior. Cancer be gone in the name of Jesus. Cancer be totally gone in the mighty name of Jesus. Church, come on, believe with me. Cancer be totally gone in the name of Jesus. There it goes. There it goes. There it goes in the name of Jesus. My wife has suffered for years and suffered many things with many physicians and not grown better but rather grown worse. But the God I serve, I have seen open a deaf ear and give somebody hearing who had no eardrum. And the God that I serve, I've seen open the blinded eyes. And the God that I serve, I've seen God heal of cancer on more than one occasion. And the God that I serve is healing her now. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, of Nazareth, right now, Satan, you have tried to make your home in her body. We cast you out in the name of Jesus. Every demon of infirmity, every spirit of infirmity, in the name of Jesus. Father, we call upon your name right now. In the mighty name of Jesus with his stripes she is healed with his stripes she is healed aches and pains bones be healed muscles and ligaments be healed nervous system be healed in the name of Jesus a strong body for the Lord and she will serve you with joy and she will serve you with thanksgiving and she will serve you Lord in Jesus name do you feel the Holy Ghost? I do See, God does things without fanfare. He's not into theater. He's into healing. You believe God for your healing. By the authority of the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, you will notice an instant change in your health. For as of this moment right now, the Lord God Almighty is touching you, healing your body in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we give you praise. We thank you for it, Lord. You're the healer. You're her healer. There it goes. There it goes. I was glad when they said to me, let's go to the house of the Lord. Suzette, you need a healing also? Oh, what's that? My husband, I can't hear you through the mask. My husband. Your husband needs a healing? Yeah. Your hu- well, get up. You come down here. You take that seat. Thank you, Sister Suzette, for ratting him out. I'll be back. See you, young man. Just go ahead and sit right there. You need a healing? I do. And how about the granddaughter? She's just here to pray for Grampy? Good girl. You believe God, Brother Keith? Well, I do too. Now in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, let healing flow into his body. Father, you've healed him many times before, and you're the healer today. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, let him be completely and totally healed healed and let him serve the Lord with joy. Hallelujah. Lord, let him witness, oh God, and tell us about you and about your healing power. There it goes right now in the name of Jesus. Done. Thank you, Jesus. That's it. Just give him the praise for it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Donna, you need healing also?
1: You need healing? What? A miracle in your
0: life. Okay. You ready for a miracle in your life? All right. Sister Donna, by the authority of the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, receive this miracle in your life. In the name of Jesus Christ, right now, Father, you work this out according to your goodness and according to your mercy. In the name of Jesus Christ, it's done. In Jesus' name. in Jesus'
1: name.
0: By the authority that's in the name of Jesus. There's a healing already. There's a miracle already working in you. And I perceive in your family. In the name of Jesus. A miracle in you and in your family. Santa It's
1: done in Jesus'
0: name. Give God the praise. She's representing Cameron and herself. This is Sister Ferris. You ready to believe God with me? Sister Ferris, you know Jesus is the healer. I'm gonna pray for you first. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, let healing virtue flow into her body. There it goes. I felt the Holy Ghost touching her. Robosata. Heart be healed right now. Organs be healed right now. In the name of Jesus, blood pressure be healed right now. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. There it is. Thank you, Lord. A complete change. A complete change. Now, Cameron Ferris. We pray for him right now to be healed from cancer. In the name of Jesus Christ, Cameron Ferris, be healed right now. In the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, doing it, done. Hallelujah. Sit down, Brother Peter. your hands deliverance and healing both for you right now by the authority of the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth by whose stripes you are healed and who was beaten savagely for your deliverance in the mighty name of Jesus Jesus Give him the praise right now. Let a praise come out of your mouth. Abundant grace, abundant mercy. Thank you, Lord. Holy Ghost is in this house. Hallelujah! 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 Is that okay to be said? Or for the Hotham family in For the family. Okay, Brother Lawrence standing, are sitting in for the Hotham family in Albion. Father, Don, Don Hotham, in the name of Jesus, sickness be gone in the name of Jesus, in the mighty name of Jesus, name of Jesus. thank you God, we give you praise. Just give Ah, God the praise. Just give God the praise. Immediate deliverance in Jesus' name. Caroline, you need a healing? Yes? Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, a miracle for Caroline. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, be healed. There it goes, Caroline. Give God the praise. That's it. Give him the praise. In Jesus' name, the Lord Jesus heal you. Thank you, Lord. You believe God with Shane. Hallelujah. Well, this is it. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, you've healed Shane many times since he was a child. Lord, he was dedicated to you as a small baby. And now God is serving the Lord. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, you filthy spirit of infirmity I command you to leave his body you cannot stay in his body in the name of Jesus I cast that spirit of infirmity out of his body in the name of Jesus there it goes thank you lord thank you lord there it goes right now pain be gone in the name of Jesus spine healed in the name of Jesus Ramos santa da da bokoto nervous center healed in the name of Jesus thank you lord there it is give God the praise. Looks like we're going to be here a little while. You need a healing. You want it. Will you receive it now? Lift your hands. By the authority that's in the name of Lord Jesus Christ, his majesty. King over everyone and king over every disease. In the name of Jesus, right now, I command that disease to leave your body now. In Jesus' name, there's a divine intervention. God, you do what doctors cannot do. Right now, I ask in the name of Jesus, and we agree. Give God the praise. There it goes, right there. It's starting to go right there. Give God a little bit more praise. There it goes. Give Him some more praise bokoto. bokoto. Now I want you to praise Him like you really mean it, like you really believe it. Hallelujah! It's done in Jesus' name. There it is. There it goes. Bye, bye, spirit of infirmity you need a healing, Tina. All right. Lift your hands. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, the Lord Jesus, heal your body right now. Father, you brought Tina to this church. You didn't just bring her here, Lord God, just to be in a social group, but you brought her, Lord God, to redeem her. To deliver her from all unrighteousness, and to fill her with the Holy Ghost and power, and to give her a good health, and Lord, to give her a good future, in the name of Jesus, right now, Tina, will you receive that blessing from the Lord? In Jesus' name, I receive it. I believe it. I thank you for it. Oh yes. Healing. I need a miracle in my life. You need a miracle in your life. Hmm. Is it a
1: hymn? No. No. I mean
0: H Y M N. Is it a financial miracle?
1: Uh, it's more
0: of a like healing of the mind right now. More of a, oh, really? Okay. I believe God. Lift your hands and believe it and receive it right now. See, I, before I even touch you, the Holy Ghost is touching you right now. The Holy Ghost is touching your head. Right now, the Holy Ghost is giving you peace and joy and contentment and letting you know that he has not forgotten you, letting you know that you are his child. There he is right there. That's the Holy Ghost healing you right now. You need a healing? you believe God for it? All right then. By the authority that's in the name of Jesus, be healed right now, Dakota. In the mighty name of Jesus, be healed right now. In the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for doing it. Thank you for healing her. Thank you for delivering her. Thank you, Lord, God, for giving her the healing that she needs. Now I want you to praise God for it with all of your heart father i will praise you now i will worship you now father because you are healing dakota thank you lord you need a healing father in the mighty name of jesus christ of nazareth touch vanessa heal her deliver her in the name of jesus give her holy ghost power holy ghost victory holy ghost healing in the name of jesus Lord work all things out for her good in Jesus name you believe God healing and Jenny May's family family, right is that what I got those two things Yes. okay Lord you see sister Robbie her desire is unto the Lord her desire is to serve you it's an evil spirit, Lord God, that's attacked her. I renounce that evil spirit of infirmity right now. I commend it to go. In the name of Jesus, right now, Lord, let healing flood her soul and body and mind. Ramo Let healing go into her lungs. Let healing go into her esophagus. Let healing go into her body. Ramo santatabokoto. That's Jenny May, Lord God, and her family. Work all things out for their good. In Jesus' name, it's done. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, you see Brother Dana. God, right now, heal him, touch him. Brother Dana. Brother Dana, in the name of Jesus, the Lord, renew your mind right now. The Lord renew your mind in the Holy Ghost. In the name of Jesus, the Lord renews your mind. Rambo sa ta bokuta. Healing him, Lord, strengthening him and touching his kids. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Make him a man of prayer. Make him a man, Lord God, that's close to you. Jesus' name, Earl. Come sit in this chair right here. Now. Hurry. Hallelujah. I mean, it ain't God all day, you know. Did pretty good for an old fella. <laughs> In the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Touch him, Lord. Heal his body. You're the healer and the Savior. Complete and total healing from the top of his head to the sole of his feet. Now, Father, his wife and family need him. Lord, they need him to be strong and well, to be able to work and to be able to do things, Lord, that he loves to do. And also, God, that he may be a shining example of your healing power to those, Lord God. That he helps and those he works for, Lord God, and the people in the city that they may know, God, that you are indeed the healer. Earl Ferris, be healed right now by the power and authority of Jesus Christ. I feel something right now going down into your body. Thank you, Jesus, for being the healer, Lord God. And there's no miracle too hard for you, Lord. And, And you can't give so many miracles that you don't have enough for somebody else. Father, I thank you right now that you can heal every person in the world and still have plenty of miracle power left. Rama Now give God one big rowdy praise and I'll let you go. Rama la Rama! I will praise the Lord. There it goes. Thank you, Jesus. I believe you, God. Hallelujah. Remember that time I prayed, fill him or kill him? He yeah. didn't kill me. Yeah, that's right. He, going on this he filled you. Yeah. So that prayer still works, see? Okay. We're going on that one too. Hallelujah. He filled you. Yeah. It's the only time I ever prayed for anybody like that. Uh-huh. I was praying for him, and all of a sudden I found myself saying, fill him or kill him. You never seen this guy pray so good as he prayed that night. I mean he he was amazing. <laughs> and God's gonna keep his word.
1: Oh yes my mom, Polly
0: Her mother Polly is very sick. Julie, won't you join me? You ready? Yeah, come on up. And her lungs, her heart. Her heart and lungs. And I don't know if anybody's watching from Belfast, but there may be Sister Sharon, some of us, others might be watching. But these girls are, are, are coming to be prayed for for their mother, Polly. Now let's believe God. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, of ne- Polly, be healed right now. Polly, in the name of Jesus, the Lord calls your name, Polly. In the name of Jesus, be healed and be saved and delivered. In the name of Jesus. God, I believe you for it. I thank you for it, God. You believe God, Brother Gary? Satan, you have attacked this man. But you're gone right now. You've attacked his body. But in the name of Jesus Christ, spirit of infirmity, I bind you right now. I command you to go. You are defeated by the blood of Jesus. Right now, Father, let healing flood his body right now. Let healing flood through his body. Dan Fortin, I hope you're watching because now I want to pray for your friend for you in the name of jesus christ of nazareth brother dan fortin healing flow into your body right now in the name of jesus christ lord your healing power is great hallelujah in the mighty name of jesus complete healing for dan complete healing for brother gary thank you lord well this is this is good we're having a good time divine intervention you need a healing All right, lift your hands. By the grace of God, giving you what you never could earn. In the name of Jesus Christ, the grace of God, bring healing to you right now there right there in the name of jesus christ the same god that you saw heal in bangladesh is the same god that's healing you right now there it is there's a healing flowing into you right now i feel that right now and lord use him in a mighty way it's wednesday night we're doing things a little different you need a healing Yes? Okay. You believe God? Okay. As I lay my hand upon you, the hand of the Lord lays upon you also. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, by whose stripes you are healed. I command that evil spirit of infirmity to leave your body alone in the name of jesus you belong to god devil you have no right to trespass in the name of jesus right now i command you spirit infirmity leave her alone no trespassing in the name of jesus christ there now there's a healing flowing into her lungs lord let that warmth of your healing power flow down into her lungs. Let her feel that healing power, healing her lungs and healing her body. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. I see a crimson stream of blood. Thank you, Jesus. It's done. Why don't you give God a rowdy praise? You need a healing.
1: For my son and for my daughter and for my granddaughter. For which son? Bobby, Aubrey. Marshall and Julian
0: and Melinda. Thank you. They are all
1: battling. Okay, you ready?
0: I am. Lift your hands. Jesus name. Jesus. By the authority of the mighty name of Jesus, this woman is sitting here in the stead of her family, and Satan has viciously attacked her family over the years. But now, in the mighty name of Jesus, let the angel of the Lord go out and slay the enemy right now. God, in the name of Jesus, send your angel army out right now to each one of her family members and heal them and deliver them and set them free. Lord, in Jesus' name, and give Sister Maureen peace. In the name of Jesus, give her peace. Peace, I say unto thee, in the name of Jesus. It's done. What? You
1: prayed for me, but I was sitting there for my family. Go back
0: and sit down. I'll be with you in a minute. If you need to come up, you're welcome to. Who's, we get, who's getting prayed for? Him first. Him first. What's he need? A healing? He needs to, we need to figure out why he's always tired. Get rid always of tired. Exhaustion. Father, in the name of Jesus, whatever is causing the fatigue, take it away. Let there be healing to his entire body, Lord, from the top of his head to the sole of his feet. In Jesus' name, Father, I believe you for it. I thank you for it, Lord. You're the healer. You believe God? You believe him? Yes. Yes, Brother Stoops. Okay, what do you need? I need to finish healing my hand. Finish healing your hand. You mean he started and he didn't finish it? He's been working on it all week. Okay. We need to finish. What happened to it? I had a piece of wood going it from here all the way to here. You had what? A piece of wood. Oh, you had a piece of... Wood doesn't go good in hands. It, it doesn't? No. It, no, no, no. All right, I believe God. you believe God? Yes. Thank you, God? Restoration for his hands, that he may use them for the work of God. That he may use them, O oh God, to teach children. That he may use them, O oh God, to supply food on the table. That he may use them, oh God. There it is right now. In the name of Jesus swelling, leave this hand right now. Healing right now. Miracle healing power of God. I feel it now. In the name of Jesus. There it goes in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Boy, the devil doesn't like this tonight. He doesn't like this tonight, does he? Now, little lady, you want your family saved lift your hands in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth God honors the prayers that you've prayed and God honors the prayers that Ralph prayed and now in the mighty name of Jesus Christ let those prayers Be answered, O God, and let those children and grandchildren come to you this year to the house of God in 2021. Take away any anger. Take away any bitterness. Take away any chaos. Take away any confusion. Take away any addictions. In the name of Jesus, there it is. Give them a love for the truth. Thank you, Jesus. okay my wife is sitting here for piper her niece my niece uh sister wally's daughter who's been suffering with ms for several years we know that god is able would you pray with me and i thank you for praying online in the mighty name of jesus christ of nazareth piper k in the name of jesus be healed MS, leave her body. In the name of Jesus, Father, restore, O God. Lord Jesus, restore that brain to the good condition it was in before the MS. In the name of Jesus and all the nervous system. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord, for doing it. In the mighty name of Jesus, Father, I give you the praise. I thank you for it, Lord. Why are you here?
1: I'm standing in the gap for a hill.
0: Stand in the gap for her daughter, Hillary. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Lord, send your angel to Hillary right now. God, cause her to repent. Cause her to turn to you with all of her heart. Cause her, oh Lord, to find grace and mercy. In the name of Jesus, grace and mercy for Sister Mary's family, for her daughter, Hillary. In Jesus' name. Well, okay. I I got eyes, I see. Praise God. You believe God, honey? What do you want God to do? To bring
1: Donovan Dakota
0: back to church. She's sitting here for Donovan, Dakota. A little child shall lead them. So says the word of God. In the name of Jesus, honor this child's faith and bring her cousins back to you. In the name of Jesus, Father, honor her faith now. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Bring them to you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for doing it, Lord. I believe you, God. What are you here for, honey? What? I can't hear you. you got to talk loud. What? The middle of my knee. Hurts. Your knee hurts. Okay. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, touch that knee, heal it, Lord. You're the healer and the Savior, bless her, Lord. Cause her to grow up to live for God and serve the Lord. Lord, to be mightily used of God. Let her walk with God, be closer than it's ever been. In the name of Jesus. Why are you here, ma'am? I can't hear it through that mask, I'm sorry. Okay, put your mask back on. <laughs> Father, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, she sits here, Lord, for her family. For every one of her family members, O oh Lord, that they would walk in white that when the role is called up yonder, they would be there. In the name of Jesus, Father, save her family. I believe it, God, and give her fruitfulness in the kingdom of God. Cause her to be fruitful. Cause her, I pray, Lord, to win many souls to Jesus Christ. Thank you, Jesus. It's done. I believe God. I believe God. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. She's sitting here for Emily. Anybody else you want to sit in for? Uh, Awesome. That's right. Good. She's sitting here for her family and particularly for Emily to be healed completely from cancer. Let's believe God. Father, she sits here tonight in faith. She claims the healing of her daughter. And God, we stand with her now. And the Lord stands with her. Let the Lord arise and let his enemies be scattered. There it is, right there. In the name of Jesus, Emily, joy, be healed right now. In the mighty name of Jesus, cancer be gone. You cannot be in that body anymore. In the name of Jesus. And also, every one of her children to be restored to walk with God, serve the Lord. In Jesus' name, every one of her sisters, her brothers. In the name of Jesus, Lord, we believe you for it, and protection for her mom and dad. In the name of Jesus, we give you praise. Thank you, Jesus. Give God some praise. Wow. Well, this is exciting. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Joseph, why are you sitting here? I'd like a healing. Say what? I'd
1: like a healing. You'd like a healing. Yes.
0: Okay. Okay. Any particulars?
1: My eyes, my sugars, and sleep apnea.
0: Well, that's not much. you want anything else you want?
1: Take
0: it eyes, sugar, sleep apnea. I know that God is the healer. I really do feel the Lord in this house. Matter of fact, I feel the angel of the Lord real close to me right now. Let's believe the Lord. Believe together with me. Father, you're not the great I was. You're the great I am. In the mighty name of Jesus, God, I've seen you heal eyes many times. Now in the name of Jesus, Lord, cause the pressure in these eyes, Lord, to be normalized. And cause these eyes, O Lord, to be well so that he can use them to serve the Lord. Father, he's playing music for you and doing Bible quizzing. Lord, he wants to be a witness. He wants to be a worker for you. Now, in the name of Jesus, put strength into his body. Lord, heal his blood sugar. In the name of Jesus, Lord. In the name of Jesus, Satan, you cannot live in this body. This body belongs to Jesus. In the name of Jesus Christ, spirit of infirmity, leave him alone. I bind you in the name of Jesus. Yes, in the mighty name of Jesus, I feel the Holy Ghost. In the mighty name of Jesus, hallelujah, Lord God, sleep apnea. God, take it away now. In the name of Jesus, cause him to be able to sleep normally with good health. In the name of Jesus from now on. It shall be so. Hallelujah. Caroline, I prayed for you. Are you double dipping? You want me to pray for your family now? All right. I'll do it because you're my good friend. Hallelujah. God, in the name of Jesus, touch sister Caroline's family. Lord, save them, deliver them, set them free. In the mighty name of Jesus... Thank you, Lord. I don't dare look behind me. Hallelujah. In the, in the mighty name of Jesus, be healed. Thank you, Lord, God. I believe God. Is everybody happy tonight? I can stay here till the morning sun comes up. Hallelujah.
1: Now, pastor has prayed for us, and he's the tip of the spear of this church. Amen? And so Hallelujah. you don't have to lay hands on him. but. You have the power to speak the word of do
0: faith. Do you hear me?
1: There are 50 or 60 of us. I feel the Holy Ghost that are here together right now.
0: And when you lift your
1: hands towards your pastor,
0: you the faith is going to
1: connect one to another and God is going to do a miraculous healing right now. By the authority of the word, the of and by the power of the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, I speak I healing in his in body, name, from the top Lord, of his head, down to his feet now, Lord in Lord Jesus' Lord. name, you, let there be a warrant, Father, how I how pray the in the name Lord. of Jesus, that he's felt so many Thank other Lord, times, Lord. To start at the top of his head, and, and go praise. down to his feet, as a oh, sign, that right now, of God, Lord, right in now, in the name of Jesus, you are healing him, there is vitality in his body, in the name of Jesus, there is strength flowing uh, uh, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. In his for body, healing me. Right now, I in the name of Jesus. In, Jesus name. in his nervous system. Thank you, Lord. In the name of Jesus. God, in his shoulder. In his chest cavity. In the name of Jesus. Right now. I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Lord. I feel the Holy Ghost. Why don't we just praise God all over this place for what He's done for every one of us? we praise you Jesus oh, hallelujah. we praise you Jesus hallelujah I have this confidence because Yeah. Oh.